Hi guys, I'm Josh, one of your co-founders of Period 7 Free. And I'm Nate, the other co-founder. Myself and Josh are uh, the co-hosts of this podcast. We talk about a range of topics from politics to music to social media. We hope you guys enjoy and this provokes thought-provoking dialogue. And yeah, thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. So we're changing things up a, just a little bit. We're going to be talking about some of our favorite artists and so we hope you enjoy. Yeah, little little shift in the schedule. Uh, we're still looking for a guest to bring on for uh, a couple episodes. So we decided that we'd, you know, just move, move a few things around and we're doing a uh, almost like a part two to an episode we did way back when discussing four of our favorite artists um we're gonna do another set of four for today so josh if you'd like to start us off with our first one yeah so the first artist we're gonna be talking about is drake and i honestly don't think you can talk about the last decade and even um like our current present moment without talking about drake and his influence on music and on like just the culture in general. Um, if you just look at his contributions and how he's able to produce music and the way he's able to do it in such a fast and efficient way. And no matter, I feel like no matter who you are, you know a Drake song. Like it's just, he's that powerful and that influential that like no matter even if a person's not into his music necessarily they they know a song they know a beat it's just like they know a, like a catchy a catchy phrase so the reason why like i personally um really love his music is because he has a way of kind of crossing into other genres also like he's able to do collaborations with um music artists from the like the latinx community um he's able to do collaborations with um african artists he's able to like really diversify um his music uh uh selections and who he chooses to work with and that makes for really interesting and like unique albums and even when you're talking about like just his most recent um projects it's just like they always end up being at the top of the billboard charts like they always yeah. end up like being like his most recent ones like um was it wants and needs um and the other two i can't remember them off the top of my head but like they were number one two and three and no, like, yeah yeah like yeah yeah it's yeah. crazy I've, yeah, Drake Drake has just got uh, he almost has like this grip on the music industry. I mean, he's just you know, it feels like he can just pump out albums like every year or every two years and they're always going to do well. And so I mean, are all of Drake's songs bangers? No, but he has enough like he has enough of a completed discography of just really good songs that, you know, like you said, Josh we cannot talk about the t past decade of music without talking about Drake because he's had such a major influence in just like kind of this modern rap era as we've moved away from what we saw in like 
the 1990s and early 2000s and even the 1980s with with hip-hop drake is geek kind of at the front of this whole new this new age of rap where it becomes uh less about the lyrics and more about the beats and just like how uh, the rhythm of the music feels um and while that is not my favorite type of rap drake has certainly done a very good job of like really being one of the pioneers of that um and he does make songs that i that i really do enjoy and one thing that i think goes that needs to be mentioned about drake he also has really good features on other people's songs Mm -hmm. so like when future released life is good when and drake was featured on that low-key drake's verse was better like i i i drake's verse more on that song so drake not only is able to pump out albums with good songs in them at a fast rate he also can then collab on someone else's album and have really good features and so you don't see that you know when you when you look up his discography but that's another thing that just kind of uh, people don't really talk too much about about Drake. It's just how like strong some of his features are. Yeah, I completely agree. And another thing is, it's like you can't really talk about also the awards, his accolades. Like every like award season, it's just like he's nominated multiple times and oftentimes <laughs> winning. So he's just he's dominating in that area too. And another thing too, I think he was able to do really well, I think I talked about this in a previous episode, is um, the people who came before him, like a Lauren Hill, um, like a Missy Elliott, and all of those like amazing, wonderful um, singers and songwriters and rappers who he was really able to get an influence from and learn from. And I think he was really able to take on like what they left behind and to create something, um, to create something as equal to them and even um, being able to reach more of an audience also with um, the increase in the digital age and the internet, how he was, how his music is just able to spread around the world. Um, Like I've traveled to, like even when I go to Ghana, like there's kids listening to like listening to Drake. That's how um, popular his music is. And I was having a conversation with this, like with my cousins too, um, who are my age, and I have some who are um, also older. They're like, yeah, they're just there's no denying how like they hear his music like on the radio over there. They hear his music at their school dances too like we do so not um also giving credit to his international um influence and also just how he was able to still collab with artists from around the world and just create straight up bangers like (laughs) um they are they are and another thing is also how Drake, you can see now Drake, how he's able to influence other artists. Like the couple of days ago, he was like on live with Nicki Minaj and Nicki Minaj credited um, him for propelling her to release new music and to help her out of the, the writer's block that she was having. So 
that just continuously shows how he's able to help and encourage other artists um, to make them feel comfortable and supported in releasing music, just as I feel like other artists were to him. So how he's like kind of passing the torch and just like really helping out, which is like, I think all, that also speaks a lot to his character as well as his music genius. Yeah, like just just really quickly for one last thing I want to add in, just what you're saying about like that whole passing the torch, like it kind of does feel like Drake is almost setting, it feels like he's setting up for his retirement of like bringing up these new artists or like getting other artists like back into making music but at the same time it feels like he's not going anywhere so it's like he's setting up this legacy that he'll be able to leave behind except he's not gonna do that and like he's not going to actually leave for like another what feels like i don't know 10 15 years so i mean yeah he he is definitely doing big things in in the music industry and while he might not be my favorite person as an artist you you have to respect what he's been able to do I also want to add another thing. It's like, no matter like what mood you're in, there is a Drake song, a Drake album for you. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. there's always like, if you're like, if you're like sad, like you, you can listen to, if you're reading this, it's too late. Like, like, you know what I mean? You can listen to like the care package, like of the collections of songs that he made um, a couple years ago. Like, it's just like, there's um, no matter what, how you're feeling or what mood you're in, like, there is a song, there is an album for you to listen to. Like you can find mm-hmm. like find something in the, I feel like hundreds of um, songs that he has released in the last decade. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So should we, should we go to artist number two, Josh? Yes, go right ahead. All right. So our second artist, another person we believe cannot go unmentioned in the music industry for these past the past decade is bruno mars now i believe it is criminal how few albums he has released i mean he he's one of my favorite pop artists just because he's he does a lot of different things um i've always you know people have always made the joke that bruno mars went from simp to pimp in just like two three years um, because, I mean, if you listen to uh, back in 2010, Do Wops and Hooligans, it has a completely different vibe from the album released six years later, which would be 24 Karat Magic. Um, and so some of his songs, I think Bruno Mars, I think, can sometimes be a victim of the radio industry um, in the sense that some of his songs get really overplayed. Um, and so then you start to feel like a little tired of them. Mm-hmm. I think someone like, like Taylor Swift suffers from that too. Like I think she makes genuinely good music sometimes, um, but then it just gets over. It gets played over and over and over again, and then you're sick and tired of it, and you never want to hear the song ever again. And so I think Bruno Mars can be a victim of that sometimes. But overall, just from a musical standpoint, I mean, he makes really good songs, and so he he takes his time with his albums, and just. But when he does release one, I mean so just instant classics so many bangers i mean i'm just still i'm still waiting for him to release the full album uh mm-hmm. with anderson pock and Silk Sonic. Wait. <laughs> i'm waiting for that like i've been listening to leave the door open 
for so long and I'm just waiting for that whole album to drop because if it follows along with that whole vibe I mean that will just that would be such a vibe album and it could be in my opinion one of his greatest that he'll ever release but yeah Bruno Mars I mean he's just got such such talent you really see his progression as an artist if you just listen to his his music I mean he's able to fit so many different types of just feelings and vibes um and he he's just done such a such a great job in the music industry um and he's also just a really good singer like just standing alone like if you remove all the like if you you can take away everything he's done in the music industry he's still just a great singer like he's just a such a talented person who's been able to find a real uh, a spot in the music industry and has really just kind of set up camp there and he's just you know he's made a great career off of just just being a great artist i mean i, I could sing bruno mars's praises all day long because I love his music and I just think he's had such a huge impact on the music industry and no one else is really doing stuff like him you know there's people who might have some similar sounds but he's kind of got his hand in a little bit of everything um and he's yeah he's just doing something really unique to him no yeah I completely agree with you and especially on the part where um a lot of his music or just a, a few sel- um, selections are overplayed a lot on the radio like a lot there's songs that i specifically i've loved of his that i think once it just goes on the radio and they just keep playing it again and again it just like becomes um really hard to listen to because you're always hearing it um i think that was the case like when for his song when i was your man um that's what I like. I feel like those songs are really overplayed. Mm-hmm. I think once you do that to an artist, I think you kind of, in a way, just a little bit tarnish them because it, th- those particular songs, because people um, now they're, they're kind of like their imaging or their kind of what they think of the song now becomes a little watered down and not they're not quite kind of clearly listening to the song in the messaging that it's trying to convey. Instead, it's becoming kind of a nuisance. Like every time they uh, turn on the radio, every time they go in their car, it's like, it's like stuck in their head. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, I think I'm definitely waiting for the album to be released because it's been a while. <laughs> I mean, the most recent single that he did with Anderson Park, it, that he did with Anderson Park was really good. I'm um, just waiting for the rest of the album to come through. Uh, and he's someone also, I think the way he's able to like captivate an audience, like when he's on stage, you can see that with a lot of his performances. And I think that is also due to, he had like a very like humble upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about that a lot, like growing up um, in Hawaii and kind of how the lessons that he was instilled with by his parents and by his elders. And I think that has like a a really positive influence in how he's able to, um, how he's able to captivate an audience when he's singing and just how he's able to really 
um, he can really make you feel like what he's saying. I don't know if that makes sense, mm-hmm. but that's what I really get from Bruno Mars. No, yeah, what she said about you can really make he can really make you feel is just it's so accurate. Like Bruno Mars is able to elicit so many just emotions while you're listening, um, and he can elicit so many different emotions. I mean, you know, depending on what day I listen to leave the door open completely changes how I'm reacting to it. One day, I mean, if I'm, if I'm driving home from work at night, it's like 11 o'clock. I just finished an eight hour shift. Um, and I'm feeling super tired. Um, you know, I hop in the car, I turn on that song. It just feels kind of like freeing with like the windows down and, you know, you just feel like it's just, it has such positive vibes, but you could listen to that on like a rainy day like feeling kind of sad and you know it could it could elicit a completely different reaction from you i think it's the same case with the with his first album back in 2010 through wops and hooligans i mean that is an album that could absolutely just you can flip-flop so incredibly hard on that i mean if you you go from grenade to like the lazy song to count on me those are three like songs that are similar and they're on the same album but you can have three completely different reactions to them and i think that is really one of the marks of a great artist is being able to elicit strong emotions from people in so many different ways and being able to elicit different emotions from people at the same time too i mean uh, i remember there was a I can't remember where I read it. I think I just saw it uh, like while I was scrolling through Instagram one day. Um, it said, when you're happy, you enjoy the song. When you're sad, you understand the song. Oh. And Bruno Mars does a great job with that. That statement applies so well to his music. When you're feeling good and you're feeling happy, you're just enjoying all of his music. And when you're feeling down and out and just completely beaten, you understand what he's talking about. And the lyrics hit so close to home and you really just truly understand what he's saying. And uh, that's another mark of a great artist. And he does a really, really great job with like making that the case. Yeah, no, I completely agree with everything that you just said. I think just his way of being such a powerhouse like in the community and how he's just able to just connect. I also feel like he's able to really connect to his audience and he knows like specifically what his audience wants and he's able to execute it very well. Mm-hmm. Do you want to move on? Yes, let's let's move to artist number three. Okay, let's talk about you know we're talking about Kanye. (laughs) (laughs) Just I know people might have a lot of like personal feelings um, about how he probably makes them feel like as an individual, but we're talking about him as an artist. Okay. Yeah, we, we try and we try and separate the person from their music here. Yes, even though it may be hard at times, like we're going to try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just Kanye Goat coming into the industry, like 
just straight up hits, straight up bangers. Um, even to this day, Graduation is one of my favorite albums. And I think that's one of Kanye's best works, in my opinion. Like, just song after song. After, it's just like, and also the collaborations that he has on the album with Lil Wayne, with T-Pain, is just, and Chris Martin and so many others, is just, I felt was very well done. And I personally love that album. And I think that was a great um, way of kind of catalyst promoting and like pushing Kanye really into the whole entire industry and making him a household name. Like I just, I thought that album was in particular one of my favorites. And I think that album did a lot for his career. And even when I like listen to Kanye's music, it's always, he has a way of just like going from like, even when he raps and going from lyric to lyric and making it flow really well. And I think that's a skill that many artists kind of struggle with, but he's able to do well and he's able to kind of connect it and make it flow. And also it makes sense. I think a lot of the times, like when you're listening to rap, you're like, trying to kind of understand what they're saying so it becomes confusing but I think he does in a way where I can understand like pretty much every single word that he's saying and how it connects which I appreciate very much yeah yeah I I agree like what you said too about um just the graduation album I love like earlier Kanye I'd say my favorite Kanye album is probably probably watch the throne i really liked that one um you know i think there were just some really good songs on there um for me though some of those are great hype songs i know those some songs on that album are my workout playlist same with uh specifically off of Jesus um is black skinhead that's one of my that's a great hype song um i'd recommend it to anyone who needs to get motivated to go to the gym uh that's one that definitely uh, gets me hyped up and i uh, but yeah, Kanye, earlier Kanye um, is really my favorite period of Kanye as he's kind of, his sound has changed a little bit as time has gone on. Um, and this is one of those places where you can't fully separate the person from the music um, as he's gotten crazier. His music has gotten a bit different. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a little. But um, I, yeah, but I definitely like, um, you know, just early on Kanye, the Late registration, graduation, my be- my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, watch the throne, just college all, all those albums. Yeah, college dropout and all those albums, all those hit, and those are just they've got really good songs on them, and that's where you kind of just have to set aside what you think about the person, and you just have to say, in this case, like in those cases, Kanye made good music, and it's just something that you just have to kind of accept. Um, and yeah, he's he's just he was a really groundbreaking artist too, because um, he kind he came in around the same time as as Jay Z. Kanye actually really started as a producer for Jay Z, and then eventually broke into the game as an artist. So he still has those connections to kind of uh, late '90s hip hop, where is in my opinion is one of the greatest ages of hip hop. So Kanye still has his connections there and he's able to kind of bring to life this this newer era in the 
in that like early 2000s uh, or just really just 2000s in general uh, stage of hip hop. And then, you know, he obviously continued that throughout many years, bringing it into the 2010s and now into the 2020s. So, um, yeah, I mean, Kanye is a great example of how rap can progress, um, still hold, but still at the same time, hold on to its roots. I think Kanye does a really great job of not getting hung up on past styles um, and still moving forward to like what more modern music is asking for and what is really popular these days. Um, but he's still able to hold on to those ties to the past. So it's not tethering him down, but he's still able to uh, pay homage to that. Mm-hmm. And I think something that really impacted Kanye and I think would impact everyone on a deeply personal and emotional level was like the passing of his mother. Um, he talks about that all the, t- all the time in his interviews. You can hear it a lot um, also in his music. Is that I feel like that was such a major, just heartbreak and I, unimaginable pain that he went through. And I think that had a huge um impact on his mental state um which which we see which we see now especially on social media um and on his music i think you saw um kanye's kanye's music right now versus it in the mid um 2000s 2004 to 2010 like it's really it's really different and it has a lot of what he was rapping about what he was singing about then is very different when he what he's doing right now in his projects and i think about his most recent album what was it jesus is king and how that i personally i did that was my favorite album i didn't personally enjoy it but to someone who is probably deeply religious who really likes that um like the singing, rapping, and the correlation with that, with um, with Christianity and with Christ, would probably enjoy that album. I that is very different to what he was rapping about a couple years prior. And what people say, what they miss, like the old Kanye, they miss Kanye who who really didn't. I. I think he does it now. He says what he wants. He says his opinions. But I feel like back then he was very much also speaking truth to power in a lot of the crises that the especially the Black community was facing. I remember, and it's this very popular interview he did when uh, Hurricane Katrina was that. Her? Yeah, Katrina. Katrina hit in two thousand five. Yeah. 2005, that was Katrina. Okay, yeah, afterwards. And he said, quote, because the response to it was, was terrible. And he said, quote, on national TV, George Bush doesn't care about Black people. And when he said that, everyone was just like, but that's what everyone was thinking. And he, he, he was very outspoken in that messaging, and he continuously did that in his music. Um when he really does talk about just wanting the best life, have, wanting a good life for himself, um, 
for his family and kind of I felt I also took that messaging as a way to say what he wants also for the black community in America. Mhm. Mhm. I mean what you said Josh I think is um very very true and one thing that I've always thought about Kanye is Kanye is unapologetically Kanye West. Mm-hmm. He is him. Yeah. He is him and he he does not care what you think about what he says, what if he has something to say, he thinks like he he has the, an opinion, he's going to voice that opinion and he does not give a rat's ass what you think about mm-hmm. it. He's just going to say what he wants to say and if you don't like it, too bad. You got to deal with it. That that's who Kanye is, and while you know that has that has negatives that come with it, I think it also has positives that come with it. Like you said, when Kanye went out and said George Bush does not care about black people, he said something that a lot of people were thinking about. And so sometimes Kanye has that has that ability and has that power to just kind of say what everyone else is thinking, but is too scared to say. And I think mm-hmm. that is something that you know it's a it's a it's a double-edged sword um so you know sometimes it might not go so well but there are times where it does go well and it is something that needs to be said um and so it's a case-by-case basis but i think we cannot we cannot look at it purely as a negative because there are some times where things that people don't want to say need to be said agree and I think also talking about a lot of also the good that he has done a lot of his he has done a tremendous amount of philanthropy he does um I know the the Kanye church services like the Sunday church services and he recently uh he goes to like prisons and youth centers and he performs so he does a lot of good work and he has these he has Yeezys he has his shoe line and through that, he's don't he also donates a lot of the money and the proceeds to charity also. So I think also, even though he is a very complicated, he's a complicated person. There's no denying that he is just, he, as you were saying, Nate, he's Kanye. <laughs> That's like the best way to describe him. Even now when he's, tweeting and when in running for president and doing what he everything he's done in the past couple of years you're just like you you can't understand it because he's going i feel like his mind is just on a he's just on a whole nother level than everyone else that's the best way Mm -hmm. to put it Mm -hmm. even that i feel like even when he unsuccessfully ran for president he was also there's people who did support him and who did like his messaging and i think he was even though i personally didn't agree he was talking about problems and issues that he thought were the most important for his constituents the people he wanted to represent and he also represented something that i think we don't really see a lot is definitely like a black conservative voice even though a lot of what he's saying did not make any sense whatsoever (laughs) he was talking that's something that a lot of people did find 
agree on that they did like about him is that his conservative viewpoints and what he was able to bring to the table that was different from a lot of other people. And I feel like we traditionally don't see that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I I do agree on that. And while I don't, while I don't agree with some of, you know, Kanye's opinions, you're right. There's, there's something that people gravitate to about that. And there's things that, you know, people find appealing about those, uh, about those opinions to which he has. So, I mean, that's something that we just, you know, has to be recognized as well. Mm -hmm. All right. Are we moving on? Yeah. So last, but certainly not least, we're going, we're going a little old school, um, throwing it back, a little 1970s vibes with Stevie Wonder. So I, I can I can kick this off here because I I love Stevie Wonder. I mean he's in my opinion Stevie has got some really uh, just just feel good songs. Um, he's another one of those artists too that I think um, kind of like Br- what I was saying about Bruno Mars when you're happy you enjoy the song when you're sad you understand it. You know when I'm sad and I listen to I just called to say I love you. I mean that song just it takes on a whole different meaning than when you know i'm happy and listening to it um yeah stevie wonder has had some he's had just a legendary career um thinking about like uh, there's no i don't believe there's any sort of general music hall of fame but i would say that if there was stevie to me stevie wonder is a first ballot hall of famer when it comes to the music hall of fame with just what he's been able to do in the music industry, just the kind of uh, the kind of impact he's had, just uh, just simply on the black community, but just on the music community as a whole. Um, I think that he has had he's just had such a major major hand in just kind of the, the evolution of of music. I mean, just the, simply the album songs in the key of life is just so so good i mean it's got absolute bangers on there you have sir duke i wish isn't she lovely and just to name a few i mean that album has 21 songs on it it's all it's nearly two hours i mean it's just it's such a good album and i think it i think that's one of the albums that perfectly encapsulates um stevie wonder as an artist um yeah he he is just one of those artists where i think everyone everyone likes Stevie Wonder. I mean, even if you consider yourself to only like one specific type of music, you know, you could put on, you could hear Stevie Wonder and be like, okay, I kind of like this song. You know, I think every, I think everyone knows a Steve, I think everyone knows a Stevie Wonder song without even realizing that it's a Stevie Wonder song. I think that's one of the cases that he has too. Um, you know, he's just kind of one of those people who you hear and you recognize it, and you like the song, and you just don't realize that the name on the song mm-hmm, yep. is Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's one of those guys that's just, hey, he's just so such an enjoyable artist, and, you know, I, I challenge you to find a person who will not, who doesn't like a single Stevie Wonder song, because I think that everyone likes at least one. Yeah, because even, even that, like, I was just like, 
going through it, I'm like, there are certain songs that I've listened to that are like on my playlist that I didn't even really realize that were Stevie Wonder songs. I don't know why he just didn't like really like kind of resonate with me that like that's Stevie Wonder. I think a lot of the times is because of definitely the generational gap because um, Stevie Wonder was of a di- of a different uh, generation, still an icon and a legend. Um, don't get me wrong, but a lot of the times, there's I feel like there's like a disconnect and not much kind of overlap of um, older artists, um, even though they did they do have like a huge presence and their contributions are undeniable. It sometimes like gets lost. Like people, especially kids probably around our age, like they hear the song, they like the song, but not necessarily know where who sang it or where it came from and I think that's the case of me I'm like I was thinking I'm like there's songs that like I just call to say I love you like that is that I I know it's just a safe also in my in, in my house I remember like sp- always we do spring cleaning and that song like always like comes up it's just a feel feel good song like you can't listen to it and not smile mm-hmm. and laugh it's just I don't know it just has that way of just making you feel like okay and happy and like content I don't mm-hmm. know it's just like yeah. his music just has a way of doing that yeah he's, he's got so many feel good songs I mean another another one of those feel good songs that really comes to mind again just we're really three off you know songs in the key of life the ones I said you know Sir Duke really good feel good song uh, I wish really good feel good song, especially isn't she lovely? That's a real feel good mm-hmm. song because mm-hmm. that is Stevie. That is Stevie. Everyone, you know, you'll see the title isn't she lovely, and you'll think he's like singing about like a girlfriend or a wife. But when you actually listen to the song, it's about him singing about the joys of being a father. Like the extended version. I mean, there. I don't know if it's the extended version, but the full version of the song not like the radio edit that you might have heard um you know there's just a long stretch where it just kind of has sounds of like you know a baby just kind of like crying a little bit but also maybe laughing you know um laughing while like his baby daughter's in like the bathtub just like you know having a like a really good time with her father and so that's one of the that's one of the real feel-good songs I've I've found um just because it it really just makes you smile. I mean, um, just always, whenever I see like uh, a father having a positive relationship with his daughter, like a really good and strong and positive relationship, like it always just makes me smile and makes me happy. Um, just like, I, I don't even fully know why, but it just, it just kind of does. And so that's why one of those songs, that song is just such a feel good song for me. And it's just, it's a song that really just kind of, you know, it just makes you feel happy. Um, and you can kind of listen to it when you're sad, too, and it'll make you mm-hmm. feel hopeful. Yeah. That's one thing that Stevie Wonder does a really good job of with those feel-good songs, is if you're listening to it when you're sad, it's not going to be like, oh, why is this on? You know, I'm not in a good mood. You know, it makes you, it can cheer you up and make you feel like, you know, you can keep going, that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and that there's there are true joys in life that we're all going to experience. Mm-hmm. I think St- Stevie's music does a really, really good job um, holding those emotions with those feel-good songs. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just, 
it's it feels like almost there's there's never a bad time for a Stevie Wonder song either. You can always you can always turn on Stevie Wonder and you will be you know you can find yourself enjoying the song and there's a song that kind of fits just about every mood. At least at least if you're me because I love No, I agree, I agree with that. And then also just not like bringing contest like the amount of awards that he's won like multiple grammys academy awards golden globes like so many NAACP award image awards like there's so many awards and accolades that he has won that just proves his um his legendary status and his contributions to music and also to the latter half of the 20th century like you cannot talk about music in that um those last few decades of the uh, 20th century without talking about Stevie Wonder. You just, you honestly can't. Mm-hmm. And he just proves that with the, the awards, with all his accolades that he has won. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, one, I mean I, I've always been the person, I hate award shows. So I, I don't give too much Merit towards, I especially have never given too much merit to the Grammys. Oh, yeah. After yeah. Macklemore won, after Macklemore won Best Rap oh, Album, my. I've pretty much disregarded what the Grammys have meant. But there are some people who truly just deserve yeah. to win. Um, and I think all these artists that we've talked about, you know, they have some Grammy awards or they have, you know, awards for their musical creations and they absolutely deserve them. Yeah, which I, I guess kind of brings us naturally to closing thoughts as we're kind of now talking about them as a whole. If you're good, unless you have something else to add, Josh, I mean, we can go we can go into a little bit of a wrap up. No, I think we can go into closing thoughts. Yeah, so I mean, just to wrap, I mean, the continuation of what I was saying. I think all these, all four of these artists that we discussed: Drake, Bruno Mars, Kanye, and Stevie Wonder. Um, all four of them have done great things in music. Um, like I said, I don't give too much weight to musical awards, but these four artists absolutely deserve the awards that they have received. And some may even deserve more. In my, um, if you just, you know, I, I haven't thought too much about the awards of the artists that they've uh, won or been nominated for, but I'm sure that there, there probably is a case out there where they kind of got scrubbed from something um but yeah i mean these these four artists are just they they have this i I don't want to say they're all pioneers but they do all have this um i mean i can't really think of another word as they have they've really done so much to evolve and change the music industry that they have they have pioneered like a different style or they've really been on the forefront of a style that has already somewhat existed. They've really just been able to really cement their legacy in music and really been able to change the industry as a whole. It's just kind of incredible just what they've done simply through the release of all their, you know, albums, singles. I mean, just the discography of these four artists is legendary. And it, it's something that You'll, you'll see with other collections of artists if we do like another one of these episodes where we, you know, pick four more. 
but um, just I think this is like one of this is just such a strong set of four artists that are just absolutely um, that can in some cases unmatched in what they're able to do um, with music as they're able to, I mean these are four artists that hit four completely different vibes of music and yet it feels like they go so well together in this set and I think that's something that's real that's really a mark of how great they are of like even the, like kind like I never really would have thought that Kanye and Stevie Wonder could be in the same set of like great artists that we'll be discussing but I mean I now feel like I could transition from a Kanye song to a Stevie Wonder song without you know without it being like wow that was a weird tone switch but I mean it's it's kind of hard to describe what I'm trying to say but I just in closing what I really want to say in summation is these are four incredible artists to be discussed today um that have done so much in music and are just some of the greatest of all time in their fields um and yeah that that's really yeah I mean these are incredible artists that have really done so much to evolve music yeah, I completely agree with you. I think I think one thing if I'm going to take away, I think everyone should take away is definitely take the time to like listen to some of these artists. Like go back, go on Spotify, go on Apple Music and take time to like and they they have I feel like they also have music for everyone. They they have such a wide range. It's not like they have like, you know, one specific just one specific album or one specific type of song they have I think all, all of them have multiple albums and they all find a way to like kind of like cross in a way into other kind of genres and into, into other sounds that make it really interesting and intriguing to listen to and and it really kind of contributes to the way that all of them have cemented their legacies in music history and show that you don't have to be this particular type of artist to appeal to this type of uh, person. Like you can have many songs, many different albums that all find a way of kind of unifying people from all walks of life and all backgrounds into just one common love for your for your music and I think that really and also shows I think another really important thing that music does how it connects people because you could have mm. absolutely you know nothing in common with another person but you both like that particular artist that particular song that has a way of making you feel um all different types of emotions but has also has a way of just connecting you to another person that you may have thought that you had nothing in common with and i think kind of to also just to like wrap up some more is just really take the time to listen to more music artists maybe an artist that you didn't like but try to give them an, another chance or to go into their portfolio and see what they have to offer because I guarantee you, you'll find something that, you'll find something enjoyable that you like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so 
Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. I know it was not what we originally planned, but we hope you guys liked it. And these are just some of our favorite artists that we love to listen to, that we enjoy. And we hope that you guys enjoy too and take some time to listen to their songs. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, we don't really know what's coming next, but um, if you stay updated on the Instagram, uh, period seven free, that's period underscore the number seven underscore free. Um, we'll be, yeah, we'll be announcing, uh, you know, what else we'll be doing, um, keeping you guys updated um, just in between episodes. So if you want to go give that a follow, um, you can be, yeah, just, you'll be able to stay informed as to what we'll be doing in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, again, thanks for joining. We hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks guys.